Welcome to the Empower Performance Podcast, presented by Dr. Trevor Hirsch and Dr. Dan Sullivan, where we help you feel better, move better, and score better. Trevor here. And Dr. Dan here. And today we're here to talk to you about the Golf Performance School of Thought. Uh, so we're really going to focus on talking about uh, Titleist Performance Institute today and how all of us golfers out there can improve your game with ways that you may not think about. So if you're not familiar with Titleist Performance Institute, uh, they're based out of Oceanside, California, have a state-of-the-art facility out there. Uh, and really what they do is they've studied professionals and amateurs, thousands of each, and have come up with uh, what they call the body-swing connection, which is essentially how the body relates to the swing when it comes to performance, but also uh, when it comes to injuries that golfers experience. Uh, so it's, they're pretty much considered the leading uh, educational and research body when it comes to studying the body and the golf swing. Um, so Dr. Dan and I are both TPI certified. Uh, you know, they, they really believe in the, the team approach out there. Um, so you can be a medical professional like physical therapist like us, you can be a chiropractor, you can be a physician, get TPI certified. Obviously golf professionals get TPI certified. Uh, and then also fitness professionals. What did you want to add about that, Dan? Yeah, so I, I think the really cool thing about TPI is it, it put all these professionals, um, you know, we're using the same language now, so we can work together as a team. Um, if, for example, if a golfer's getting lessons um, from a, a golf pro about their swing, and the golf pro wants them to be able to, to move their hips more, rotate their hips more, but that golfer can't do it, uh, we can g work with that golf pro. They can come to us as physical therapists. They're also TPI certified, and we can specifically work on getting that hip to rotate more. So I love the TPI uses that team approach. Uh, I think that's awesome. And yeah, so the bottom line is we all want to hit that freaking ball further, right? And it's hard to do it by only going one uh, facet approach, right? So when we say the golf performance school of thought, we really mean the golf performance team, like Dan just said. Um, so usually when people think golf performance, they think just the golf pro. They think just the golf swing. They think just your golf equipment. Well, the things we forget about are we need to invest time and energy into our body and making sure it's doing what we want it to do, uh, as well as we need to invest time into figuring out our course management. We need to invest time into figuring out the mental aspect of golf. There's so many things other than just the swing style and the equipment, right? Um, so that's really where the, the whole team comes together. So uh, Titleist Performance Institute has come up with a fitness assessment. That's a pretty cool thing that Dan and I use and any TPI professional uses where there's an application. Uh, we actually put all the, the scores into an application and it generates a fitness handicap score. So if you're a golfer out there listening, you know you want as low of a handicap as you can get, right? That means you're a better golfer. The idea of this fitness handicap is we want to get that number as low as we can um, because that means you're in better shape to play golf and then your body's doing more to help your golf game. Um, so it's not an exact one-to-one -one ratio with your uh, golf handicap, but it's not far off. We usually see pretty close, sometimes exactly the same as a golf handicap. Times where we see big variation are if someone's short game is 
ridiculously good, right? And they can't get off the tee to save their life, but they're hauling the ball from 50 yards away, right? <laughs> then they're obviously going to shave some strokes off there. Um, but the big thing with the TPI assessment is it allows us to assess where your body's at as it relates to the golf swing. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the TPI assessment, Dan? Yeah, so I think the TPI assessment's awesome because it's, it's a great way to evaluate a golfer and then, you know, give us a starting point on, on what's this golfer limited with, uh, what can we work on, how can we design a program to, or to specifically improve those things um, and, and really improve their golf performance. So it's really a great starting point when you first start working with somebody that wants to improve their golf game, um, you know, to, to give them um, a good place to start. Um, and establishing a program. Um, and the, the application's awesome. It's very user-friendly. Um, you know, we can email the results right to the client and then the, the golf professional that, that's, that's working with the client for their swing analysis, we, you know, we can all work together and look at that. Um, the app actually gives you some, some things you might be doing wrong, for instance, like slide or sway or loss of posture, those types of things. So I think uh, TPI did a great job you know, designing that app and it's pretty user friendly. And we see a lot of people that, uh, you know, when they, they've had a lot of golf swing lessons in the past, things like that, but maybe they haven't worked with someone that really has this golf performance school of thought. Um, and they're tr doing X drill over and over and over again, and they can't improve their shoulder turn, uh, or they can't get their hips to come through in their downswing. And you, it may be because their body is what's limiting them and no one's ever looked at that. And then vice versa, we see plenty of people that have gone to physical therapists <clears throat> that uh, aren't uh, employing this golf performance school of thought either. Uh, and, you know, they're quote unquote better, but still they can't get their hips to move into their downswing uh, after their hip replacement or whatever it may be. Uh, and that's because their body was never assessed to do the things that it needs to do for the golf swing. So we really need to employ this on the golf pro side of things, but also on the medical um, side of things. So given another example, um, that's really common in golfers we see. We're just going to talk about right-handed golfer to make it easier. Uh, sorry to leave out those left-handers out there, but <laughs> your lead hip, so your left hip as a right-handed golfer, you know, if you're limited in what's called internal rotation or the ability to rotate on that lead hip in your downswing, and that's been found to be the number one uh, predictor of low back pain in golfers. So when Dan and I see that, you know, that's something we want to nip in the bud right away uh, and do a little proactive medicine, if you will, right? Um, now, it can take some time to change that. So a short-term modification we'll introduce is just being able to tow that left foot out. So instead of it in your off stance, instead of pointing straight ahead, you just open it up a little bit. And what that does is when you come down to the downswing, it requires less rotation on that hip. So it allows you to be able to clear through. And what that also should do is hopefully reduce the incidence of low back pain uh, and help you get some more power. Now, the long-term fix would actually be able to try to improve flexibility of the hip, improve flexibility of all the muscles around there and then teach your body uh, the motor control or the ability to kind of use that movement um, through there. Any other examples that you're thinking of there, Dan? Yeah, so specifically, you know, that might include some stretching. It might include the, the physical therapist, the professional um, mobilizing that joint. Um, it might improve some working those muscle imbalances. So we're talking about core strength, glute strength, um, seeing why you know, one side of the body's tighter than the other one. So those, those are some specific examples of how long-term wise, you know, you can improve that mobility, improve that strength, improve um, that hip rotation and get you swing, swinging well without uh, any pain. Exactly. 
And, you know, part of the reason why we even do this podcast is to get people to kind of challenge what they're doing currently to uh, upgrade it to now where they can get their golf performance to the next level, get their overall sports performance and their health better. Um, so, you know, if we look at all the guys on tour right now, or, and ladies for that matter, they all have a golf performance team around them. You know, I think it's 28 of the top 38 players in the world have a TPI professional working with them. So that's a pretty high percentage, right? Uh, we look at Bryson DeChambeau. I just saw a crazy video. I don't know if you saw it, Dan. He was at Top Golf. He had a 200 mile per hour <laughs> ball speed, Top Golf. And his statement was they need to raise the nets there because they didn't show the end of the video, but it looked like he cleared the net, which, if you've ever been to Top Golf, is absolutely outrageous. It's, um, it's an absolute so, bomb. <laughs> so he's uh, showing that, you know, they're doing something to really get their body to be able to do that. It's not just equipment, it's just not swing style, right? The amount of training they're doing for speed power production obviously someone like Bryce and someone like Rory things like that their body they have a wide range swing right it's not this typical really small um, swing they wouldn't be able to get that type of ball speed right so I see a lot of people read Golfers Digest you know go online read a bunch of things to see about what this guy doing what's that guy doing uh, the big thing is we all need an individualized approach and if we're trying to emulate what the golfers are doing on tour then why are we doing or focusing on what they're doing off the course, right? That's the thing we forget about. That's really a key thing. Um, I think, Dan, you wanted to share kind of TPI's philosophy. Oh, yeah. So I love a quote that TPI has. You say it all the time. So TPI, we don't believe in one way to swing, rather an infinite number of swing styles. But we do believe the most efficient swing for every player is based on what their body can do. And I absolutely love that. So basically... Let's break that down. They're basically saying there's not one way for everybody to swing. You can't just go get lessons and say, okay, you need to swing this a certain way. Um, there's a, everybody has their own unique swing style, and it's based on what their body can physically do. So what strength they have, what range of motion they have, um, all, all of those things put together. And, and that's kind of TPI's belief. You know, that's our belief here. Everybody's different. We all come in different shapes and sizes. Um, you know, and we can all hit a golf ball differently. There's not, not a right and a wrong here. It's, it's the best way for you. So we just have to unlock that and figure that out. Absolutely. And piggybacking on that, you know, there's, there's certain things that most golfers want to be able to do in their swing. And there's certain things most golfers don't want to have happen in their swing, right? So we have these definitely these common characteristics. But we really have to uh, find out what each golfer can and can't do and see what things are modifiable and which things need to be you know, your, your swing needs to be adjusted for your body, right? So a good example of this is John Rahm, right? Uh, what he was born with club foot, right? Yep, so, club foot. Yeah, so he, uh, his swing, you know, with TPI and his golf performance team around him, they've essentially limited kind of the, the width or his overall range of his swing. Um, and, you know, he still crushes the ball. <laughs> so, but it's, it was optimized to his body. You know, if he tried to swing like Bryson or like Rory or someone like that, that, you know, his body may not have been able to do that. So it could have caused kind of a, uh, you know, the train to go off the tracks, but also it might have caused him a greater chance to have an injury um, too, because he's trying to emulate, you know, that quote unquote uh, perfect swing, but his body's saying, no, I can't do this. Uh, so it's really important to pick these things out. And that's something a lot of people forget to do. Yeah. And I mean, it's not only important to figure out, you know, how, what swing, you know, can lead me to the greatest distance. It's also about, uh, is this swing going to last a lifetime for me? 
like how, how are we going to modify this? Because I mean, you know, the, some of the powerful swingers out there, I mean, even Tiger Woods out there, he had once, um, you know, messed up his knee just with his golf swing. I mean, he's that powerful of a guy. So it's not only about, you know, how far I can hit it. It's about how far I can hit it, but be able to maintain that, you know, through years of golfing. So I, I think that's pretty, uh, you know, something to think about too. Yeah, it's huge. You know, we all want to hit the ball further, but uh, with anything in life, we kind of think short term, right? That's is all other topic, but that's why some people aren't good at saving for retirement, right? Because if we see the money in front of us, we want to use it right now, <laughs> right? But if we see we want to hit the ball as far as we can right now, we want to get as low a score as we can. We're not always thinking about, hey, what are the ramifications next week, three weeks, seven months, ten years from now, right? So as cliche as it may sound, Dan and I always use the statement, we want to add years and yards to your swing, right? Because we do want to help your immediate performance, but we want to make sure you stay healthy and can stay out there on the course. And with that full golf performance school of thought and this team approach, uh, I think that's really crucial in making sure you're out there playing more rounds and hopefully getting lower scores. Amen to that. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think that's a good point to wrap it up for today. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, thanks for listening. Please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you can tune in next time.